0: Hey love, how are you?
1: Good. Can you hear me?
0: I can. Can you hear me? I can. Awesome. So today, Kristen just to let you know, I'm on a beach. Uh <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm in in the car, in the car, the carfish on the beach to record this episode cuz I felt like you're you're a Cancer Pisces. And there's nothing more <laughs> fitting. Yeah, I'm wearing my moonstone right now.
1: <laughs> I just felt like I needed to wear it.
0: <laughs> I'm in front of the waves. It's dark, and they're also near the Pacific Coast Highway. So if you hear a noise, oh. but I'm very much off of it. It's just a loud highway.
1: Yeah, I feel like um, I can hear the ocean though.
0: Uh, I'll take. I'll try and at the end I'll do like a. I I'll do a like. I might not keep this part of the recording. I'll take you out yeah. to the ocean.
1: <laughs> I feel like I can hear it though. It's not a bad thing. I'm. It, I love it. It's awesome.
0: Aw, good. I want. Um. I feel like. Oh, so welcome to Trust Your Glitter podcast. Um. This has been, I so Kristen Bailey's here with me today because you just you you feel all the things. I feel like you always know things before they happen. And <laughs> I needed to meditate before I spoke with you because I didn't, I don't want this to be like, Oh my God, the world is ending. But with everything that happened this week with Mercury conjunct Pluto, it's like all, all, uh, all portals are open or something.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, it's been a crazy week energetically. It's been really kind of hard to hang on a little bit, but the world is definitely not ending.
0: And okay, so I, I tested you last night almost as like we need to do an emergency episode because there was some sort of object, non-disclosed, nobody is shot down in a, in near, in, off the coast of Alaska from what And I
1: there was, yeah, and another one today in Canada.
0: Wait, what? Wait. Yep. What? Yep. hmm Wait, I okay, so here's the thing. I don't know if you feel like this. I just can't turn on the news every day because I just feel like, oh, I need to step yeah. back. And I was with the horses all day, so it's just like... Um,
1: I am with you there, and I haven't looked at, like, the, I don't read the national news or anything, but I just go on my local here and there to see, and I saw something about that, and Trudeau ordered it, shot down in um, northern Canada, in the Yukon Territory.
0: Okay. so But I don't that- trust that guy either, so... <laughs> unidentified object over northern Canada. Okay. All right, Kristen. What have you been saying? What have has a conspiracy Twitter universe internet been saying for the last two years plus since all this stuff went down with with all the lockdowns and stuff. You you tweeted about this today. Um, Project Blue Beam. Project Bluebeam, do you think, Do you? I, would you agree this could possibly be? And, and for those listening for astrology, this is a conspiracy episode, so we're going to get real conspiracy here. Project Bluebeam, I think we're in agreement here.
1: Yeah. And I think um, it might not be, nothing is ever what we think, and they're never going to tell us the truth about stuff, but I really do feel like You know, COVID itself, that whole situation was a test and, um, you know, it's going to go in steps. It's not going to be like everything's going to be in one day or one month or one year even, but it's going to be a slow process of how people are going to respond and how people are going to comply or how they're not going to comply. But I really feel like they've been testing the waters for some time, many years. And this is just another part of it.
0: It's just another thing. I mean, I was talking to my friend Dave yesterday, and we were talking about this object that got shot down, and then the, the balloon that yeah. was over the U.S., um, and to me, I call bullshit. And I know yeah. that, that might sound crazy to some that, you know, are, take the news super literally, but I, I just think that we're being played.
1: Totally. The whole time and that's where like we have to use our own intuition and trust our gut and follow our heart like I've always said and and that's where really the truth lies and it's just a very strange times that we're in as we know but um, yeah you know I really feel like it's just one big experiment on humanity
0: <laughs> yeah it is and I and I, I was, I did a long. The reason why I came out here is I needed to clear my head. I've been going to the beach just to meditate, listen to the sound of the ocean, to be away from the fray of the expectations of LA, of like inner LA.
1: Yeah. And
0: I was like on my way here, and I was like, how does this flip positive? And I was like, you know, I right now all it, I've been I know that this past week my mental health has just been up and down. I feel insane. I and I know that I could be classified by a specific group of like patriarchs as insane, but I I feel like my anxiety is really tapped into just the the insanity of the world.
1: Yeah, and you're not insane. I think Uh, that's really what's happening to a lot of people. My mental health has been up and down. You know, I'm just trying to stay afloat with everything and all the expectations of life as well. You're not alone. Many of us, if not all of us are feeling something right now, um, whether we know it or not, but I think um, you're, you're at the right place. You're where you should be and everything is just as it should be. So, um, despite all of what's going on around us, the only thing we can control is what's with, within us and how we are going to deal. Because, you know, as we know, we can't control what's going on out there. All we can control is our emotions and and what we do in our
0: day-to-day lives. Yeah. And that's been the hard part for me this week. And I, I don't want to say Pluto conjunct, Mercury dug up a lot of wounds, but I do feel, you know, we're both yes. cardinal signs. And mm-hmm. there was a post on Instagram. I wish I could credit the author uh, there's an astrologer. It's in my stories right now. I'll try and credit um, in the, in the intro, but she has specifically been tweet or Instagramming and tweeting about this Capricorn Pluto transition from capricorn to aquarius and what that has done we'll be doing the cardinal signs and we've just gone through like she's talking about generational trauma Mm. and it this was a week in my humble opinion with that leo full moon into a pluto conjunct mercury i just feel like there's been a lot of generational trauma just bubbled up
1: Oh, big time. I feel that so hard right now. And, you know, things that we think we're over, there's times where it just kind of catches us by surprise. And healing is a lifelong process. And it's not to say, you know, you got to get over it. Yeah, there's a point where you really do have to absolutely be actively working through your own stuff. Um, But it is a process. And it's not just overnight. It takes many, many years. And then there's layers of it that you just keep pulling back. But the good news is, is that as long as you're aware and you're conscious in your own healing, then you can not only heal yourself, you can help others and be compassionate for others. Because we're all going through this stuff together.
0: Yeah, we are. I think, I wish it, you know, I've been listening to a lot of Esther Hicks, and she's like, raise your vibration, raise your energy. I stayed at this ashram many years ago, same thing. They were like, focus on the light, basically saying, raise your vibration, raise your energy. Yeah. And it's things like, and I know you are on top of this because you are on top of pop references and, and pop culture. And you even, you you called it when Lisa Marie Presley died. I feel like since that. I mean, it was before that that shit was hitting the fan, but when she died, it was like, whoa, we're in some weird, chaotic spindle or something right now.
1: Yeah, it was weird because, you know, like as much as, you know, we shouldn't get wrapped up in celebrity worship, which, you know, That's kind of how it is and how it's been. You know, Hollywood definitely has influenced. Hollywood is a culture and the music industry and all the things that we pay attention to and we're supposed to aspire to and all that stuff. Uh, That is the collective consciousness. And, you know, we take with it what you will. We wouldn't be who we are without a lot of these things because that is kind of the sign of the times that we're in. But I had felt Elvis so much around and I, you know, he's always been a part of my life in different ways. You know, my grandma was like a huge Elvis fan. I mean, he walked me down the aisle at my wedding, but I had felt him so much. I just was shocked to know that is maybe why, you know, the movies going on and all the the publicity for that. But I,
0: I was absolutely stunned when that happened yeah and it's like a collective thing because you know mem- country so the way I kind of see it is like country music is gonna be rising in the u s over the next two years that's just a call- that's a prediction that i have mm-hmm. i I feel it i've I've seen it um especially like country rap that is yeah, I'm here for it I'm here for um, it I've been and the sad part is I'm here for Florida, Georgia line, and anybody who comes at me with that like sure if you're in your car by yourself. <laughs> yeah, but um okay, so you called this with Elvis the Presley family. they definitely are like, you know how like the Kennedy family has that sort of like energy to them yeah, like for sure definitely a like a energy. I feel like the same thing goes for like the Presley family.
1: Definitely. You know, and what's so interesting about Lisa Marie and Elvis, they both had Pisces moons. Um there's some definite um coincidences, quote unquote, uh but just the transits that they were going through at the time of their death. And you know, she had lost her son and I think a lot of people probably saw that coming. She struggled with addiction, just like her father. Uh, there are just a lot of things. I don't want to call it a curse, but you know, before we come in this life, there are contracts that we make, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. that was just a part of hers, and just as much as it was a part of his. But they definitely put their stamp on the world, and um, it's just unfortunate. Yeah, it's
0: interesting. You have to because live in the shadow do you feel like she felt she lived in her, in the shadow of
1: her dad? Oh, definitely. You know, and even though she did put out three albums and she really uh, was a musician, she never really, I don't think was able to put herself out there the way that she really wanted to because of, you know, people would compare her so much to her father as, you know, as we do, they looked so much alike, you know, she's got so Mm -hmm. many of his qualities, but even her son who passed, you know, he looked a lot like his grandfather and he had a record deal as a matter of fact, and never did anything with it. And I think he really struggled with being in the shadow, just never feeling like you're able to be an individual because of the family you come from.
0: I mean, that hits home deeply, Yeah. Um, It's interesting, like, that is sun, moon, Saturn. uh, I don't even know, like, Pluto karma feeling as well. I'd be interested to see the Pluto signature in that family line.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: But I also want to ask, because this also gets into so the grammys caused a stir with sam smith and ever you know this is, you know the the conspiracy world called it you know sort of like a ceremony definitely and i was thinking about some things related to these earthquakes and the timing of everything and the balloon and everything like i don't like, things are happening so rapidly. I, at this point, cannot call all of this shit a coincidence. Like, I just can't. No. I can't. <laughs> I cannot anymore. And it's so hard. And when I get on, here's the thing, Kristen, I need to rein my Aries in. But when I get on stage, people are pretty receptive. When I'm on the Internet, I can't get past a specific number on my, any of my pages. I can't get, mm-hmm. I can't move numbers. Like, it's been a wild ride the last year. Um, and I just wanted to ask you, what's your take on all of this? The Grammys, the earthquakes, the balloon, um, CERN, if, if that comes through, like things like that. Oh, yeah.
1: I think this is all definitely related. CERN's part and parcel. It's all related to each other. There's no coincidences. Um, you know, it. <laughs> There's so, it's such a big rabbit hole. It's like I can only go in it. it layers at a time because you just can't even believe some of the stuff. But, you know, it's like tomorrow's the Super Bowl. To me, that's a huge ritual. Look at last year, the halftime show, and, like, Mary J. Blige falling backwards, all the weird um, boxes. Who was the rapper dude? Um, He looked like R. Kelly, but... It wasn't R. Kelly, I forget his name, Um, but he had everybody in those boxes. And, um, you know, then they did the little Ode to Tupac, and then they did, you know, Eminem was there in his shoes. There's just so many different clues, quote unquote, or just, you know, nuances to certain things. And, you know, we could look into it deeply, or we could just see it for what it is. And regardless of the fact, Hollywood, politics, music industry, All of it is related. It is all to me, the temperature of what is, it is, it's all there. It's always been there. It's always been hiding in plain sight, whether we want to know it or not. Mm -hmm. And And look at Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I haven't seen it in years and I want to rewatch it now that I'm thinking about it. But, um, do you remember that movie Conspiracy Theory? It came out in ninety-seven. It had Julia Roberts and Mel Gibson. Vaguely, vaguely. So, the main character, his name was Jerry. I forget the last name, but it's Mel Gibson's character. He's the main dude, and uh, it was he was based. That character is based on Serge Manasse and that is the guy who wrote the book about Project Bluebeam, but his work was inspired by the works of um, William Guy Carr who talked about all this stuff before like in the 50s. So I'd just be super curious to see what that movie says to me now versus, you know, back, way back when because he just plays like a crazy guy. Like most people think, you know, conspiracy theorists are just crazy guys and crazy people that don't know what they're talking about. But how many conspiracy theories have come true
0: yeah, I mean, there's crazy, I mean, there's theories, and I think that there's, like, a spectrum of them, but yes. at this point, it's, like, how much more shit needs to happen back to, back to back to back to be, like, yo, we need to question some of this. Oh, for sure. Not, and, and the thing you brought up um, when we were on the phone today, I want to check in with you, because you, you read Cards of Destiny, and you were mentioning something about tomorrow's super bowl being on a specific card um does that, do you feel like that plays in as well i think so
1: i mean this the cards destiny system has been around you know the calendar so you know if you look at just different days of certain things and if you look back it's pretty it's pretty eerie at what falls on what day you know like um So September 11th, for example, that was on a King of Clubs Day. And the Jack of Diamonds was a planetary ruling card. Well, the birth card of the United States is the Jack of Diamonds. So tomorrow, being that it's Super Bowl Mm -hmm. Sunday, we've got the King of Diamonds with the Six of Diamonds planetary ruling card. And Sixes are always karmic, and we're dealing with values and money. And the King of Diamonds is the business person. That's the authority in business. And what is the Super Bowl all about? Commercials. And commercials and business. So there's something with that. And, um, you know, it could all be argued, I'm sure. Anybody can put up an argument about everything, but you can't deny certain things. So I'm super, super curious about what's going to happen tomorrow, mainly at the halftime show. But to me, it's just a gigantic ritual. The Grammys, the Oscars, all of it. And how political are things getting, even in the movies?
0: I mean, I watch – I don't like movies. I'm learning to like them again. I've fallen off watching them over the years, but I recently – too. It's just, they're too hard to get through. And I watched uh, Jurassic Park, the new one, yesterday. And even Jurassic fucking Park was fucking political. And I was like, I just want to see a T-Rex eat a motherfucker. Like, right. I don't want it to be some political statement. Um, I rewatched, did, did you watch the, any of M. Night Shyamalan's movies? Oh, yeah. We've talked about this in past episodes, I've... like Signs. Oh, yeah. Yep,
1: Signs. All of his movies
0: are mm-hmm. fucking political. <laughs> like...
1: They are. They are. But it's just like I said, you know, I feel like a lot of our movies and TV programming is uh, predictive programming. They're getting people's psyches basically lubed up for what's to come or opening up our minds to the possibilities of what could come because even the word entertainment means enter the mind.
0: Oh fuck. You're right.
1: Yeah, enter the mind. So um Damn. like even the original Jurassic Park, think about the original Jurassic Park back in what 93 94-ish, I don't remember exactly year it came out, I think it was 93, but this was 30 years ago and the basis of it was them taking DNA out mm-hmm. of a mosquito that they found in amber and recreating through this DNA the dinosaurs, bringing them mm-hmm. back to life. And look and- at all the DNA modifications and things that they're doing now.
0: I mean, it is interesting how, I don't want to, like, give the movie away, but it is interesting how this movie does view um, genetic testing, and I have a lot of qualms with it, so Mm -hmm. if you see it, let me know, because I want to hear your take on it, because I sat with it last night, and I I was sitting up after I saw it, because I had to get up like like, 5.15, and I watched the movie because I, I, I was like, oh, I'll just fall asleep, and then I got too entrenched in it, and I was like, oh, my God, this is society today, and I just sat up, and then I had to really decipher through my feelings afterwards. Yeah,
1: but I think, isn't that the point, that they're yeah. trying? Isn't yeah. it? I mean, just so many, and I haven't seen a lot of new movies. I really there's just a lot of things that I've really just tried to not like be influenced by there's so much going on out there. Um, But I went to, my son works at a movie theater. So we went and saw the Tom Hanks movie, a man called Otto. Oh my God. I just like cried the whole time. It was the most depressing shit. And, you know, knowing what I know now, I just, I don't look at that guy the same. (laughs) and uh and just the whole like the theme of it and how this guy is just constantly trying to kill himself but his wife who's past keeps saving him And it's just weird it's a weird movie and i know it's based on a swedish play and or a book or something and then we went and saw the whale last week and that was crazy as hell too and um you know there is you know the artistry in certain things but what is what is it all about, really? You know, what are they trying to put in our minds?
0: Yeah. I Well, I mean, when we were younger, it was, like, contagion. Outbreak. Oh, yeah. Outbreak. Uh,
1: zombies. Yeah. Uh, what was it? World War Z and um, the, all the end-of-the-world ones, like, God, uh, the one with Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, oh, where it's, like, ICE.
0: Like, a, the world freezes and everybody oh, goes to Oh, the Mexico. day after? The, the next, day after or, tomorrow?
1: Day after tomorrow, yep. That one. And um, Armageddon, even. And, <laughs> you know, all these blockbusters. And Men in Black. I mean, you think yes. about that stuff.
0: You know what I feel? Men in Black was EMDR. They erased <laughs> people's minds through tra- mm-hmm. for, their, for their trauma. Mm-hmm.
1: And even like um, you know the stories of the men in black themselves, and people have these experiences, they get a knock on their door from these i don't know entities, creatures, men, government agents who knows what they are, but you know you hear a lot of that happening, and now we're seeing all these things in the sky, I mean, even one of my old clients I talked to her today, she saw something up above in Boise, Idaho, and there was another um a video about it. Mr. MBB had a few in the last month, a couple of sightings over Boise. You know, there's certain hotspots we know, but what is legitimate? And, you know, there's so many things in the sky.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Who knows? But, you know, when we had the lockdown, people were home for the first time in so long that they actually had time to go outside and look up and the things that people mm-hmm. were reporting. You know, it's just super interesting. And, um, yeah, it, it's just, what a wild time we're in.
0: Can I ask, because Pro, Project Lube Beam is the idea that the technology is such that they can utilize holograms and basically put, like, cast of, an image in, in the sky. Is that correct?
1: Supposedly, yeah. It starts it's like it goes in stages. So it's you know, it starts with um like basically brainwashing and hearing things, paranormal quote unquote experiences, um, really using low frequency weapons, high frequency and getting into people's minds. And then, you know, people are hearing things and And then all of a sudden, it goes into like a second stage. So the whole point of it is to basically get people conflicted with religion and their faith. And so we drop religion. So as to the main goal is to follow this one New World Order religion, this one world religion. But in the meantime you know they're they're putting people through crisis in all sorts of ways but mainly crisis of faith and that mm. it's interesting about that because you know wasn't that what the whole movie signs was about it was the it crisis was. of faith and then the aliens yes. and you know um the whole thing with aliens and the the ships and in my my personal humble opinion i don't think that they are in in like, the ships that we think they're in, I really believe it's interdimensional. They're not from a planet. They're from a dimension. And the so whole that's theory like, hmm
0: Well, if that... Okay. Do you think that these objects are, A, interdimensional, B, other governmental, or C, United States government, and then we're just being played... On that rock, I think all of the above.
1: All of the above, because there's so many experimental technologies we have no clue about. You know, um, the whole Roswell thing, the whole Agriata Treaty of 1954. Supposedly that was about you know Eisenhower meeting up with the Grays and made a deal you know they can experiment on humans and we can use their technology to reverse engineer because if you look at like how technology changed so dramatically within you know 10 20 year span you know down like wi-fi um you know infrared um there's so many different Technologies we were able to put out to the masses in such a small amount of time since the 1950s and 1940s. Like, look how far we've come, even in 100 years.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. But also, there was a lot of technologies in the ancient times that we're starting to discover. It's like one huge mass amnesia swept over civilization in a way because like how are the pyramids built atlantis like all of these other theories of things you know so who really knows but i think um, a lot of our our quest for humanity is is really understanding that the point of being here as a human is remembering where we came from <laughs> hmm you know, and at least in my experiences and you know, like, in our past lives and and who knows, but the soul does not die. The body may die, but the soul continues. The soul only
0: changes form. Yeah. I mean, Kristen, it has been so hard because I am a being of love. We all are. But it's, it's like, we all are, but Like, I had a legit terrible week where I just was in-fucking-tolerable. Like, I know I was intolerable. I was intolerable to deal with. I had to go off on my own into nature several times just to get my act together because, to be quite honest, it has to do with I don't feel as ahead in my career as I feel I should be for my age. And then it goes into your eggs only have this much longevity and all the spiral. It was spiral upon spiral. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you.
1: I feel you. And I know, I know how that is, but remember you're right on time. And I think it's social media. I think it's, you know, all these comparisons that we make us as humans that we're supposed to be, this certain way. Our parents telling us we need to do this. We're constantly comparing ourselves to other people, and and then our our aspirations of when we were young and what we thought life would have been like, and it's not that. And we just got to throw that shit out the window and be here right now.
0: That is that is why that's what nature's been doing for me, and. It's the only medicine that I can – I need, like, extra, extra nature right now. Yeah. We all do. Uh, We
1: all do. We all need to focus on getting grounded. Like, I have been making extra efforts in just staying present, just trying to do the best that I can. I'm not drinking. I think the most important thing that we all need to remember right now is our sobriety as much as we possibly can. we got to be here
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because that will not help the situation especially there's so many of us that are so fragile mentally and physically the last thing we should be doing is you know using substances to escape I mean don't get me wrong like I'm all for smoking a good joint every now and then but even that like I I am done for the time being I have to be here right now We have to be present. Like alcohol lowers our vibration. It destroys our body. I mean, anything that's going to alter our mind right now is super dangerous. You know, even we got to be a little bit more careful with plant medicine. I think it definitely has positive attributes. There's good and bad in everything. But um, I think sobriety is really important right now. And I know it's so hard. It's such a struggle so many people have especially when you're going through hard times, especially when you don't want to be here right now.
0: Yeah. I do think, like, do you remember the movie Bird Box? Have we talked about Bird Box?
1: Um, I never saw it. So the one with Sandra Bullock, right? And she's blindfolded.
0: Yeah, they're blindfolded because in the movie, um, I don't want to, I mean, I'm going to, spoiler alert, if that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. In the movie, this came out in like 2016, 2015, 2016, around that time. Yeah, Maybe I remember. even Um, If you see a certain thing, and they don't really show what people see, they call them like demons, mm-hmm. it gets into people's minds and it causes people to immediately commit suicide, like on the spot. Oh, kind of like the ring. Is that what the, I never saw The Ring because a horse gets hurt in that movie and I refuse to see it. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> I'm so traumatized a- from never-ending stories. Oh, my God, I can't. I cannot. Why did they do that to us? Why did uh, they make animal movies for children all about animals dying? <laughs> like,
1: <what> well, <laughs> there you go. I think it's, yeah, I mean, that's part of the programming. I hate to say it. But yeah, I think uh it's just a constant re-traumatization.
0: Very true. And
1: if the we're traumatized
0: we're,
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, on Fox and the Hound, I mean, there's so Ooh. many. But uh if we're constantly traumatized, we we are less likely uh to rebel or, you know, revolt. it weakens our state if we are traumatized.
0: Yeah. It's interesting because I think about trauma when it comes to racehorses and how a lot of ex-retired racehorses are actually the opposite. So they'll have like this vice that'll come up. So like my horse, who was not an X-race horse, but had a vice of flipping over, like meaning physically flipping over. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was extremely dangerous. It caused a lot of problems. And I think about that, that a lot of these retired horses, instead of their way of dealing with trauma being like to like sulk, it's to run, kick, bite, attack. Mm -hmm. And I find that interesting because the trauma response is like a frequency. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Ooh. That made me think of, um, you know, my, my sister lives out in a very rural area in Idaho, and like, I've talked to her every day, and she's just, like, freaking out because of all of the planes and what they're spraying. And she's like, sometimes it just looks like a, a grid. It looks like plaid in the sky from all of the spraying. And I know, you know, all the weather, weird stuff that's happening And, um, you know, HARP and yada, yada. But there's also another thing that a lot of people don't know about called GWEN. And that's Ground Wave Emergency Network. So if the power grid fails, they will have something underneath the ground. And if we can't see it up there, we sure as hell are going to feel it down there. And that's low frequency. And low frequency has the ability to do a lot of damage to human beings.
0: meditation (laughs) Mm because it's like hard when you hear like like spiritual people be like just eat organic and i think to myself Mm -hmm. how do you know you're eating completely organic like you're no such thing anymore yeah i feel like there's crossover
1: somewhere i mean how much of us we've got microplastics in us I mean, are we going to be fully plastic at some point? Because it's just gotten so crazy, you know, and how they're like with the chicken farms and Bill Gates buying up all the farmland in the Midwest and, you know, um, there's just so many things and, but at the same time, there's so much good in the world still. And I think that's what we got to focus on. Because if we just sit around and think about, you know, all these things that are against us and you know, we're just, we're in a world of hurt if we think about all that stuff. So at the end of the day, we know good always trumps evil.
0: Yeah, it does. It's like, uh, maybe it's supposed to feel this way because it's almost like we created this test for ourselves collectively. Yeah. No, we got lazy. From <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it is. You know, like I've said before, you know, like what did George Carlin say? Uh, the earth is, the earth is fine. The planet's fine. The people are fucked.
0: But we've allowed know.
1: this to happen through our laziness and just our, you know, just passivity on convenience and just allowing things because it's easy you know and i always think that you know things get harder before they get things get worse before they get better but you have to have an equilibrium somewhere and you know you've got to understand darkness before you understand what light is and vice versa it's the yin and the yang it's the balancing so you can't have one without the other so what are we going to choose to focus on Yeah. but i think it's important to be aware too and not fall for it
0: i hope that like again this week i can't i can't judge myself based on this week i really think that no you know it's like... remember this is a blip in time not
1: just yeah. for us in our own lives but for humanity in itself this is merely a blip in time when we look back yeah, well, remember, like, look at the Great Depression, look at World War II, look at Vietnam, all the crazy fucked up things that humanity has done to each other. We look back, and yeah, we are still paying the price for a lot of these things, but it, time does heal.
0: Time expands, contracts, and keeps going. And it does. And is it even
1: real, honestly, I'm beginning to ask myself, because I think... You know, in the terms of eternity, it's really not. We're the ones that put a measure on it. So yeah. we can change our reality at
0: any given moment. I, um, I want to ask if you were to kind of, also, you were talking about March. I wanted to kind of touch base with you on what your predictions are for early March of this year.
1: Oh, March is going to be a crazy one. I think we're feeling, we've been feeling the rumblings of this shift planetarily for some time. But March is going to be interesting. And I hope I'm wrong, but because of the 29-degree anoretic degree of Pluto and Capricorn, it will go into Aquarius March 23rd, but we've also got 29 degrees of Saturn in Aquarius. It will go into Pisces March 7th. So that week will be very interesting in terms astrologically, but on a world view, because March is also earthquake month. We know this. And, um, you know, Pisces is Neptune. You know, we've had the biggest earthquake in the last 20 years was... March 11th, 2011, Fukushima incident and all of that. And I don't know exactly where the planets were at that moment, but because the 29 degrees is is so intense and it's such urgency, we may see some more earthquake activity. I believe if we do, it's going to be that first week. Hope I'm wrong. Um, But with the Pisces piece of it and Saturn there may be tsunamis that come with that. And we've had a lot of earthquake activity as we know, and we've got these big earthquakes in the middle East. It's going to affect the other fault lines. There's going to be a lot of shifts. And also, you know, Saturn going into Pisces. Pisces is, uh, you know, faith and spirituality and Saturn is limitations and lessons. And, uh, you know we're going to see some things going on, for sure.
0: Now, with that, do you think also because Pluto's going into this sign of Aquarius, which is UFOs? Aquarius is UFOs. Mm-hmm. Do you think paranormal. there's going to be more paranormal? Um, you said you had a paranormal incident recently. Yes,
1: I did. Oh my God! So this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This was like two weeks ago. Um, I've lived in my house for six years. I've definitely felt the former owners because they were the the only other family that lived here, and I've talked about it before. Like I felt their energy, and it's just it's just a you know emotional imprint. When you live in one place for forty years, you're going to leave a little residue. So I have felt them, and I don't get bad feelings from it. Actually, I find it very comforting. But a husband, especially. Um, I've felt him around a, a lot when I do remodeling projects and I'm not currently doing one. I just finished the bathroom over the summer, but um, Thursday morning, a couple of weeks ago, I woke up and I was, I was awake, you know, I was completely awake. I got up, I was making coffee and I look up and I look out my kitchen window and I see a man walking through my backyard I have two big, huge sycamore trees in the back, and he was walking from the furthest one towards my back door. And I I immediately freaked out because there was somebody in my backyard. I saw him moving, but then I realized he didn't really have legs. Like I could see his upper body, and I could see the movement, obviously. And I thought I was going to faint because I just couldn't even believe what I was seeing, and, and in my mind I'm thinking that the husband that lived in the house before. I've never seen a picture of him, but that was what my intuition told me. And he was wearing a hat, and I could tell he was wearing a jacket, but I couldn't see anything kind of below, on the lower part of his body. But he glowed. Yeah. It wasn't something shining on him. It, he had his own illumination, and he looked at me right in the eyes, and he had, he didn't have a mean look. I didn't get scared. I was just stunned because I couldn't even believe what I was seeing. I've lived here for six years. I've never seen anything. I felt it, but I've never seen it. And um, I thought I was going to faint. Wow. I'll never forget it. I'll never, I called my sister immediately because I just didn't know what else to do. You know, nobody was awake in the house yet. The kids weren't up yet. And I just, my logical mind was trying to like, think of reasons other things that it was but no I saw him he looked right at me and just as soon as he was there he was gone Wow, it was crazy good morning (laughs) yeah like it was yeah I mean but also at the same time I don't have a husband I don't have a man of the house and I I kind of feel like I feel him more than and the wife, and I just kind of feel like he's just looking out. He's just protecting me and the property, and uh, I didn't get a bad feeling from it. It didn't make me scared in a bad way. It just shocked me because I just – it was so out of the blue.
0: Yeah, sometimes they come in and say hello uh, at random times. Yeah. (laughs) If (laughs) you rang the doorbell about
1: Four or five years ago, um, it was Valentine's Day when I had that experience, and at first I thought it was a kids playing tricks on me, or it was Valentine's Day, or somebody came to the door. Nobody was at the door. I I looked. There was no solicitors walking the street. Nobody was there, and um, I, call, I made a phone call to my son's dad to see if he could come by because maybe I thought it was my doorbell shorting out my doorbell was fine and then i in the middle of the conversation i realized oh my gosh he died valentine's day
0: 1996 whoa
1: it hit me just then and there and during the middle it of was, this conversation
0: i shrunk because it's an electrical i'm telling you we had this happen with my grandma but it was with the yeah. garage door when she yeah. passed the garage door collapsed it literally oh my God. fell off its hinges. Yep. Yep. Whoa. Yep. And That's interesting. Uh, very interesting. And luckily one car was out of the garage, but one car was completely trapped in the garage. Oh, <laughs> shit. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and
1: my lights flicker here. I, I notice at certain times when When energies are running high, my lights will flicker, Uh, um, especially in the bathroom and in the front room. Sometimes they will. But also, you just reminded me, um, when I was like 18, my dad's best friend, his mother died. And so we were at her house after the funeral. It was like this Catholic wake, and it lasted like five hours. And of course, everybody goes to her house. And the doorbell kept ringing the entire time. It was to the point where it was getting annoying.
0: That's wild. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, you just reminded me of another thing. I have a ring doorbell. And a couple years ago, it was during the summer. And I caught something, like, at my front door. It was like somebody was walking up to the front door. But it was like a mist. And I have it on video. And to me... It's just like basically energy playing itself out. Like he came, Mm -hmm. he probably drove up, parked his car in the driveway and walked through the front door every day after work, you know? And that's probably what it was. And he didn't die in the house. Nobody died in the house. But when you spend so much time and and have so many memories in one place, you're definitely going to leave some part of you behind.
0: Yeah. That gets into, like, the frequency of a routine, what that actually does. It's like an imprint. Like a... An imprint. Because I think about that with animals. Like, a lot of animals live a very routine regimen. They they get up at a specific time. They go to their little spaces in, in their area. And a lot of like places that are haunted, you'll they will say we see a cat here, or we see a you know something, and yeah. I wonder like their little routine that they did. Yeah, definitely. I think it's
1: um, I think it's you know they call them residual hauntings. So basically, there has to be an environment that allows for a trigger to have that energy play out, whether it be a date, uh, like an anniversary, um, a temperature, uh, Mm -hmm. like a a conductive source, essentially. And another thing, so that happened on a Thursday. And then um, two days later, or three days later, it was a Sunday morning. I woke up super early, and I just didn't want to get up. It was like 6.30 in the morning. I'm like, I'll just sleep. little bit longer and I kind of woke up but I kind of didn't go all the way back to sleep and I was in like kind of that in-between state and my cats they get up pretty early because they want food they're hungry so I got to get up and feed them but I just didn't want to get up yet and they were just they were all in my room and making noise and climbing on me and jumping on the bed and just being annoying (laughs) and i just didn't want to get up because i don't know if you've ever had like sleep paralysis or it's like you know you got to get up but you can't move type of thing when you're in that weird state
0: I, yeah it's like creepy too
1: yeah so i specifically remember i have hardwood floors in my house like we we gutted this house there was like high pile carpet before and when we took the carpet away there was like gymnasium finish hardwood floors. So they're really squeaky and they're really loud. And somebody walked in my room. It was definite. You can't mistake footsteps on hardwood floors. So somebody walked in my room because I usually don't have my door closed all the way and came to the side of my bed closest to the window. And I thought in my mind in that state that it was my son getting the cats out of there because they were loud And then, like, maybe an hour later, I woke up, and I was up making coffee, and I I noticed his door was closed, so he gets up, and I said, hey, did you come get the cats out of my room? And he's like, no, I just woke up. (laughs) So I don't know if
0: that was him again
1: coming back. It sounds
0: like it. He had your back. He was like, she needs some rest, you guys. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: mean, I'm sleeping in his old bedroom, so it makes sense. But yeah, was, yeah, just that was the morning of Lisa Marie Presley's funeral, as a matter of fact, because I turned it on and I had one headphone in, and I just kind of went back in a daze in that sleep, and and I just remember like trying to make myself wake up, and I couldn't, because I could hear somebody in my room, and it was just like get out of my room, you know, get the cats and get them out, and <laughs> I think it was Merrill. I really do, that was his name. Thank you, so, Meryl,
0: for doing yeah. that.
1: I really do. I think he really just kind of looks out for me. And, you know, like hauntings, I've had some crazy ones where it was scary and it wasn't good. And I've also had some comforting things, like my relatives come visit. You know, there's definite um, distinctions between types of hauntings or spirits or visits or whatever, visitations. A lot of times your relatives will come to you and dream. Yeah. That's. All of mine have, the really profound experiences have been in dreams, but they weren't like dreams. They were definitely more like, um, almost like they took me to where they were in a way.
0: Yeah. So, I yeah, like, I
1: think a lot of that's yeah. going to happen. Well,
0: I feel like you also have a very special connection to the subconscious world as well. And I know everybody does, but I feel like you especially just, you go somewhere. <laughs> like,
1: oh, boy. Sometimes I don't want to
0: come back. Like, I wake <laughs> up and
1: I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm here again. But uh, lately, I have to say, I've been dreaming, like, every night. You know, there sometimes there's months and I don't dream. And then all of a sudden I'll have, like, a really vivid prophetic type of dream. But I have literally been dreaming every night. Sometimes I can remember the dream specifics of the dreams. Sometimes um, I know I dreamt, but I don't really remember what was in the dream, but I know that I was dreaming. And then sometimes they're just so crazy. Like it affects my entire day.
0: Yeah. I I miss having prophetic, like I used to have dreams where things would happen. Um, I had a family member have a very prophetic dream about a couple of family members that I had crossed mm-hmm. um, but I do have experiences where like today like I started working at this horse farm and it's been very helpful for me good just for my feelings and stuff and for you know but I feel my grandpa and uh-huh. both of them but like today I specifically felt my my paternal grandfather and I could hear him being like Chrissy you're Christy, you're meant to be with horses. You're meant to be with horses. Like he kept saying in his accent, like, you're meant to be with horses. And I'm like, thank you, Jeddo, you know, but it's just like, because <laughs> he would always be like, Christy loves horses. And um, Aww. so I just heard it all, and I was like, all right, I'm safe. And then the birds at the farm, they're just landing in front of me, and I'm like, okay, if the birds are saying hi, I'm not – I'm not a bad human. I'm just here, you know, to learn. And, but I have, you know, I think family members come back to let us know they're still there.
1: Oh, for sure. And I I definitely think there's certain types of birds that, you know, I'm a bird person. I don't own a bird. But, you know, I definitely have had a lot of experiences with different types of birds and you know, we all have our special symbols. And, you know, there's really, you just know. That's the only way I can kind of say, like, you just know. It's that feeling you get inside. Not everything is a sign. Not everything means something, you know. But at the same time, the feeling you get inside that you cannot ignore, you just, there's a knowing that comes with that, you know. um Hummingbirds, for sure. Um, I saw a robin the other day, and I was that made me really happy. But uh, just so you know, I heard the frogs again today. I was in the living room, and I could hear them outside of my bedroom window across the I house.
0: Wanna, I want to take – I'm scared to take the phone out of the car because it's so loud on the Pacific Coast Highway. But if I take it down to the beach – Like, I can hear it, but there's the ocean, and then there's a ton of frogs right now as we
1: speak. Really? Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. I want to see, like, um, Kristen, thank you for being on this podcast today. I apologize on my end. I'm terrible on the phone, horrible. Um, (laughs) I'm still learning how to to interview, but interviewing on the phone is a a Special set of skills that I am still strengthening. Um, So thank you for you're doing a great job. (laughs) thank you. Thank you for seeing you, and thank you for being on the pod today. I always want you back every single day because you're just wonderful. (laughs) Thank you.
1: I love doing episodes with you. You're my fave.
0: um, Let me grab these car keys. I'm just going to be in real sound right now. So for those listening. I want you to hear these frogs. I might cut this out, but you'll hear the Pacific Coast Highway first. Okay. So tell me. Oh, I hear it. You hear the beach or the highway? Uh
1: huh. I do. Okay let, me...
0: okay. let me see if I can get you to the frogs. Because I know that the frogs are like a really big thing for you. <laughs> Lately, I don't
1: know what it is. It's shamanistic for sure.
0: Yeah, it's. It's um. It remind. Did you ever listen to the album? Oh fuck, Morning View by Incubus. Yeah, of course. I think, and I wonder, because there's a street here called Morning View. I wonder if he wrote that album for Malibu, and then floating down a river. I'm on a sandum. I'm them, sorry, <laughs> but floating down a river ends with the frogs, and I do wonder if they recorded those frogs here but oh I'd be willing to bet okay well the frogs are not as loud but the ocean do you hear her oh yeah I'm taking you up to the to the Pacific right now Kristen thank you (laughs) (laughs) we are right up on the Pacific
1: see I told you I travel vicariously through you
0: miss Pisces moon you need your water
1: I heard it. I hear them. This
0: is cr- and by the way, my phone is still working. If we drop off, it's because I'm way too close to the ocean. But here we are, Malibu. Oh, thank you. So.
1: Oh, wow. And, you know, frogs are really about cleansing. And um, it's the world of fluidity.
0: And so You're right where you need to be. hmm yeah. Oh, wow. Girl. I might not keep this part in because it's probably like, this is weird, lady. <laughs> I'm the weird no. lady goes to the beach and records. <laughs> well,
1: I'm looking in my book, so the medicine card book, and it's number 38, and it's a frog, and it says cleansing. Sing, frog, sing, call the rains, quench the dryness, cleanse the earth, then fill me up again is a little passage that it says but it says a frog medicine person can clean negativity from any environment many mediums and clairvoyants who work with cleaning haunted houses carry frog medicine
0: oh. well there you go I mean, kristen
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Meryl, it says your uh guy he's like i'm here to help kristen out
1: i guess so it's interesting it says um it says in Mayan and Aztec shamanistic practices, the shaman places water in his or her mouth and sprays it over the body of a patient to clear away negative energy. This is done while holding the thought of frog firmly in the mind so that healing may occur and that the patient may be replenished with positive energy. Aww. Frog speaks of new life and harmony through its rain song. The deep tones of frog's ribbit are said to be a call to the thunder being, thunder, lightning, and rain. The ribbit is the heartbeat that comes into harmony with Father Sky and calls for the replenishment needed. Like Aww.
0: a little, um, like the frog's ribbit is an um. Yeah. Oh, I've
1: chills. That's so cool.
0: Girl, I love you. Thank you so much for doing I this love podcast. You
1: yeah, thank you. I've been looking forward to it all day.
0: Oh, I send you the all People hugs. need to
1: know. <laughs> well i'm sending you love and i'm just you're right where you need to be so don't compare do not compare oh. you, this is your journey nobody can walk it but you
0: oh i'm gonna cry <laughs> thank you same to you
1: it's true i just I want to be able to that.
0: help my fam and my friends and be a service you know
1: yeah, you are of service. You are of service to humanity, whether you realize it or not.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and so thanks. are you. I mean, you help so many people with your readings. And, like, it's tough. Like, we are going through, wow. like, the blind leading. Like, it's like we're, like, all blind. And then it's just, like we're in yeah. the, the trenches.
1: <laughs> we are. But. I really feel like this is where it's like you know the old the old saying about pearls and grit you know getting it takes a lot you got to go through the grit to get the pearl.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: I mean that's really what it's about, you know. Like I'm in the trenches, you're in the trenches, but this is where you know all that pressure makes a diamond. It and just does. when you don't think you can do it anymore, that's when it happens.
0: And that is going to be the title of the episode, Going Through the Grit with Kristen Bailey.
1: For sure, because, oh, boy. But I think when we just have faith, regardless of what type or whatever it is, just faith in ourselves, like, I mean, these are this is the test. This is the test of faith. Am I going to make it? But I think we have to just remember, we're always going to be okay. The universe will support us.
0: We're not here for nothing. I believe. I believe. (laughs) I believe.
1: Thank you, Miss
0: Kristen. And people can find you you on all the social media.
1: So Instagram is where I'm found the most and a little bit of twitter here and there and um yeah and and tiktok oh tiktok i got to get on there more I, you know it's i got to keep up with the young kids
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's where they're all at apparently <laughs> yeah we got it we're we're like the ladies that are like um, let's put glitter on this filter and then we'll see if we can mix music with
1: it. <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to figure the whole TikTok thing out. Uh, somebody give me lessons. I need help.
0: Aw. <laughs> uh, well girls, I'm gonna I'm gonna get off the recorded line now.
1: Okay. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna check in with you. I wanna say um Lady of the Lamps is one of the greatest readers. Please schedule with her. Um, she is a plethora of knowledge and intuition. And, um, yeah, you would you, you need to do a reading if you're listening.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on once again. I always love being on your podcast.
0: Love you, girl.
1: Love you, too. Thanks, everybody.
0: Bye. Bye.